I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Well, as we close in here on the start of the 2022 football season, we're going to continue our in-depth look at the Nebraska football team. Hi, Sean Callahan with Husker Online, as well as... ABM. Uh, and today we're talking wide receivers. Again, we've had a couple other groups here today. Where we're going to bring in a new group of guys. Uh, we've got veteran Oliver Martin. We've got Ty Han. And we've got Kamonte Grimes. Guys, welcome. It's going to be fun here to, to catch up. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Well, as you look at things, Oliver, um, you know, just with the season, with the team, I mean, what, what do you like about the makeup? I and mean, this is your third year going into Nebraska. You, you kind of came in as a newcomer, transfer a couple years ago. Uh, you had a good season at times last year, battled some injuries. But what, what do you like about uh, the makeup right now? Um, I'll start with just the receiver group. But, um, you know, we've got the additions of Trey Palmer, Marcus Washington, and then Isaiah Garcia Castaneda. Those guys bring in... Um, some more speed, uh, some more depth for the group. And then with Mickey Joseph coming in as well, um, he's helped develop the guys that are already here. He's, he's very demanding. Um, you know, we work every day, and I think that's helped bring the wide receiver position along. So um, going into next year, I think, I think we'll be in a better spot than we were last year for sure. And then we've got guys like Casey Thompson, Chuba, Logan, Heinrich, um, you know, the quarterback position's looking really good. There's some leaders there. Um, you know, defense has always been good. Uh, they're, st- they're still doing well right now. So I think look, going into next year, we're in a really good spot. Yeah, Ty, what, what have you seen? I mean, just kind of with, with the makeup of this offense and football team. Uh, yeah, we've added a lot of talented guys. Um, this offseason, we've really been pushing it hard to be better, um, really emphasizing development and getting the details right. Um, I think that'll go a long way when the season comes around. Come on, Tay, the competition is there. I mean, there's a lot of guys battling. I mean, we had a group say there could be eight or ten of you playing this year. I mean, uh, kind of break down that competition. Uh, definitely. So it's definitely a competition at every position group, but most more so with the receivers. Like Mickey, everything we do is a competition. He says he really doesn't care who he'll play. He'll play three, six, nine, twelve guys. Like he really doesn't care the mm-hmm. best guys that want to play. So it really just pushes you every day to bring your best to practice. Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. Oliver, you've been at Michigan and Iowa and now Nebraska. Is Mickey Joseph a lot different than different receivers coaches you've had before? He's, he's more demanding, I think. Um, more demanding of perfecting our craft and um, constantly you know, being wary of where we're at. Um, higher energy. Uh, in his coaching style, um, yeah, and th- those would be the biggest differences I've noticed. 
Is that in, what does that energy bring daily, just having that on the field? Well, it definitely keeps our group um, pretty juiced. We're ready to go every day. So, Is, is Mickey pretty blunt? I mean, is he not afraid to, to say kind of what needs to be said? Yeah, no, he's going to let you. He doesn't care if you like it or not. He's going to mm -hmm. tell you what you need to hear. And I think that really comes more so from, from coaching guys and putting guys in the league so he knows what it really takes to like, get to that level where everybody mm -hmm. wants to. And when you hear like Jamar Chase and, and some of these guys that he's coached, I mean, I don't care who you are, that's going to get your attention, right? Yeah, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Terrence Marshall, mm -hmm. all those guys. Are you watching cut-ups of those types of guys, Oliver? Or like what kind of cut-ups he's showing you guys? Um, yeah, it, especially with um, like releases or specific drills that we're doing in practice, he'll go back to some of his LSU clips. And mm -hmm. Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase are perfect examples. Um, athletic guys that have refined their the technique at the position. So he, he goes back and shows clips of those guys. I want to stay on this subject. You, you talked about just all the new weapons on this offense. You've been here now. This will be your third year on the field playing for Nebraska. How much have you just seen it grow? Uh, when you go back to your first year here, when I mean, it felt like you were so limited at quarterback, running back, wide receiver. I mean, describe just the differences you see now in this. Yeah, um, Frost has definitely brought in a lot more talent as you can see with all the transfers we've got, but uh, the biggest thing I've noticed is just speed all over the field. Um, we've got a bunch of fast receivers with the new transfers, guys already in the program, freshmen that have come in. Um, we've got fast running backs, uh, fast DBs. Like it just that's something that's jumped out to me is the speed all over the field, especially when I compare it back to like Iowa and Michigan being there. So. Ty, for you, I mean, you, you've obviously been on special teams, and how do you take that next step and kind of get yourself up there this year? Well, just, you know, keep working, listening to what Coach Mickey says, um, working with these guys, you know, keep getting better every single day, and that's just kind of how we just need to take that next step. What about you, Kamonte? I mean, wh where are you at in this conversation? Um, you were right, you're pretty close a year ago. I mean, wh where do you think you are going into this year? Um, I couldn't really tell you. For the most part, I just want to keep on working. Just mm -hmm. keep on working, and with the talented group that we got and having talented guys around you, it forces you to work every day. It forces mm -hmm. you to bring your bring your suitcase to uh, to work every single day. So, Oliver, uh, when you look at the offense and just the makeup of it now with Coach Whipple, um, what is the biggest day to day difference with him kind of pushing the buttons and Coach Frost really being more of a CEO? Um, he. He's directing kind of <clears throat> what each position does in the different periods of practice. So like uh, when we're done with individual with Mickey, we'll go over with Whipple and he's the one picking all the routes. Mm -hmm. Instead of last year, it was maybe majority Frost, somewhat Lubick. Um, but this year, Whipple's definitely kind of directing what's going on on mm -hmm. the offensive side. and He's more hands-on with what we're doing in practice. Do you guys like that? I mean, Ty, when you yeah. just just the, the new approach. Yeah, it's a it's a little different, but we certainly like it. Yeah. What what do you see just from like the approach of the offense? I mean, from where it was last year, your first year to this year. Just everything is structured. Like everything is really on point. We have a breakdown of everything that we're doing in our periods, like certain routes that we need to run to get the timing mm -hmm. right with the quarterbacks, stuff like that. As Coach Frost, I mean, other than. With Whipple, I mean, how much have you seen him change just with his day-to-day -day approach, um, trying to you know fix some of the things that have held this thing back the last couple of years? Um, I've I've noticed that he's during practices he's kind of jumping around from mm -hmm. position group to position group, mm -hmm. um, 
adding his advice to on top of what the coach is giving. But um, it seems like he's he's trying to like look at it from a bird's eye view and go around the field and yeah, kind of help yeah. with where he can. It's got to be hard for him though. You'd think because yeah. oh, yeah. he's always been with the quarterback, always called the plays, and now he's trying to like work his way all the way around. Yeah, no, he's definitely been able to work around, and I think he likes that. So, Have you noticed that too, Kamate? Yeah, definitely, because he's been at like multiple position groups. He can really mm -hmm. see how everybody's growing individually at the position groups. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I want to talk about this receiver room, though. All the depth, all the guys you brought in. Um, this football team in general has 15 transfers, three junior college players, 33 scholarship newcomers out of the 85 total players. I mean, it's... It's really a complete overhaul. Some people would say, oh, Nebraska's crazy to bring this much uh, new blood in. And some say, wow, they're flipping the roster and this is going to work. What do you see, Oliver, as you see kind of things really turn? And how do you keep this group together with so many new faces? Um, like I said before, I, I see a lot of talent on the field. I, th I think yeah. the potential is there. Um, and then, you know, I think... Mickey has done a good job with the receiving group at helping us become more together, more camaraderie, more chemistry. Um, you know, I'm really excited about this year. I think it's, yeah. I think we're going to have a good year. Um, the potential is there. So, what do you? What have you seen just from trying to blend all these? I mean, there's some personalities too. I mean, I've met Trey Palmer and uh, some of these guys, and I mean, everybody's got a little bit of a different personality that they've brought into this football team. Well, everyone we've brought in really wants to win, and you know, they've blended in well with all of us. So it's just been great. What have you seen, Kamante? That's what it really comes down to. It's just like everybody has the same mindset. We're all mm -hmm. here for one goal. We want to win. Like that's when you have people on this, that on the same team and they all have the same mindset, everything clicks because yep. we just want to win at the end of the day. Like, we really don't care about too much outside of what's mm -hmm. going on. Well, Oliver, you can speak on this. Coming in as a transfer, like, what are the challenges being, you know, trying to kind of carve your way? Because, I mean, when you came in, you were really bottom of the totem pole. You were a walk-on at first for a semester, and, mm -hmm. I mean, and you kind of had to earn your playing time as the year went on that first year. Yeah, there's, there's the challenges with <clears> – <throat> The coaching staff already has the guys who are playing the depth chart kind of figured out, especially coming in in the summer. You know, it's getting close to the season, so they've got the guys who they think are going to play. It's almost like they get tunnel vision on that a little bit, so you got to stick out in some way in that aspect. What did you learn just from all your moves? I mean, because you started at Michigan, you went to your hometown, Iowa, then you got to Nebraska. I mean, how much have you become a man just through that experience? Oh, yeah, that... There's, I faced a lot of challenges in my journey through college football, and um, you know, fighting through that has definitely built character, like you said, helped me come into my own, uh, become a, more of a man. And do you have two years left or one year left? 
one year. So this is your sixth year, your mm -hmm. super senior. Okay. So yeah, you've really <laughs> learned a lot in life. The COVID year makes it hard. I was, I mean, like, I'm always confused if you're a fifth or a sixth. Um, you know, how about you? When, when you kind of look at your journey, you, you played eight-man football, Ty, and I'm sure the guys next to you may not even have known that. Um, but, I mean, just coming from small-town Nebraska, eight-man football, sitting here at Nebraska, I mean, how much have you grown? Uh, I've grown a lot, especially just on the field. It, it was a different transition, but it's been good. Um, yeah, it hasn't been nothing crazy. Um, you know, obviously the guys have been embraced me, and, you know, we just go to work every single day. So. And Camonte, you're, you're from Naples, Florida, and, and we talked about this. You, wear, you, you honor a close friend of yours, and you wear that around your neck. It's, it's on your social medias, everything you do. Uh, tell Husker fans more about that. Um, so this was my close teammate. He played um, just about everything on the field. He was a two-time state champ wrestler, uh, Kobe Singletary. And he was just like, he was a really close friend of mine. He was somebody I actually looked up to. He was a year older than me. So, and just like throughout high school, he just did everything in the correct way. He was the example that everybody, everybody in the school looked, looked up to him because he just did stuff the right way. And he passed in a, um, a, one, a one vehicle car accident. He actually hit a tree. Um, so yeah, it, it, it was tough, but just like, I just try to keep him with me. Like he's always with me. And when that happened, you said, I'm going to honor him for the rest of my time as an athlete. Yeah. So when you're having tough days, I'm sure you talk to him and he kind of brings you through every day. Definitely. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, as you guys kind of move forward now and look at this 2022 football season, I mean, you guys open up on the road in Dublin, Ireland. Um, it's a favorable, much more favorable schedule. I'm not going to say guaranteed wins, but I think, I think we all would agree the schedule – at least on paper, is set up better to have a, a, a season. Oliver, what do you see just when you look at the schedule in front of you and kind of what's out there? Um, so we've got the Northwestern game, which will be, you know, a good first test. Playing in the Big Ten is always good competition. Mm -hmm. So hopefully get off to a good start there. And then we've got um, the two games out of conference. Um, North Dakota and Georgia Southern. Yeah. Mm -hmm good opportunities to, you know, get our feet under us and hopefully build some momentum. And then we've got the big test with Oklahoma. It's the fourth game. Right? Did you like that game was fun last year. I, mean, I know you guys came up short, but just you could just feel the history in that game when you were out there. And I'm old. I, I feel it more than you guys probably do. But I think the younger guys even appreciated that that game and what it meant. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm super excited for that game. Uh, is, I don't know, is college game day? It's big, that it's, it's, it's big noon kickoff. It's 11 a.m. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, that'll be a great environment. Adrenaline will be flowing. And it'll be a good game. Yeah. But, yeah, you, I mean, you look at the schedule. I mean, what kind of opportunity do you see, Ty? Uh, a lot of an opportunity to win. Um, we just got to take it every game um, each week by week and just attack it. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads.
Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. The start of the year, Camonte, how important is that just to, to go out to Dublin, take care of business? Because we saw what happened a year ago, losing on the road at Illinois, how that kind of put the whole season sideways, it felt like. Yeah, so it's definitely going to be a big thing for us to jump out and get ahead early so we could gain momentum going into our conference games. So that's actually that's going to be a really big thing for us to go to over to Dublin, Ireland and handle business in that conference game then come back and do what we need to do in our two out-of-conference games then we were really in the conference play the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. So I feel like those three games are going to shape how, our, how the rest of our season is going to go. Oliver, I'm sure that Week Zero game is bittersweet to you from a year ago. Yeah, it was one of your best games, but also a game where you got hurt and it kept you out for most of the year. Uh, but just that game a year ago, when you think about how – much it set the year back. I mean, looking at it now, how important is it to you to, to, to get that first win this year? Yeah, um, for me personally, um, I, I just need to stay healthy. Um, and I feel like I can be as productive as I was in that game one the whole year. I don't see any reason why I couldn't be that productive. So, you know, having a similar game one and then continuing playing to my potential without getting hurt. I think kind of that's the key for me throughout the season. How about you, Ty? I mean, just when you look at the big picture of things that first week and, and, and how big that's going to be setting things up. Well, it'll be huge for us as a team just get the ball rolling. So that'll be a big-time game. Come on, Ty, are you looking forward to Ireland? Yeah, definitely. It's something different. I would never. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think most guys have said the same thing. Very, very few on this football team have gone overseas. I mean, just eight-hour flight, time zone. That I think that will be the hardest part for you guys. Is I was over there in December, and just that time zone difference, and you know, keeping yourself awake for a, a whole day without going to bed. Yeah. Uh, I'll be curious. What, I mean, do you have any idea how they're going to prepare you for that week, or have they not really talked about it yet? Um, he's talked about it briefly. We had one meeting, I don't know, like a month ago about okay. it. Um, I think we fly out on like. Monday. Two, Monday, 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 Monday? Monday night. You probably get there like Tuesday morning. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a funky night of sleep. And then I think they're going to give us a day to kind of adjust before we practice. Then you keep yourself awake basically that Tuesday. Yeah. Try to get adjusted. It, it's not easy, uh, yeah. but you're young. You guys will be able to handle it. But I mean, that's right. week overseas. You can't really complain. I mean, you can play a football game. I mean, do you know anything about Ireland going out there? I don't. Not much. I know it's a pretty cool place, but that's about all. But it, it's a business trip too, right? I mean, yeah, when, absolutely. I, I know everyone's gonna have fun, but I mean, <laughs> you got to win that game too, because if you don't win that game, I, I'm confident that Frost will have a tight schedule there, mm-hmm. mean business. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Won't be too much extra stuff over there. No. Well, if you're anybody, Northwestern, anybody, preparing for you guys won't be easy for a week one game or week zero game. No, not at all. Because what you saw in film last year. How, it's it's how much different. I mean, if I'm looking at your last year's film, and you don't go into the content, but it, it's got to be a lot different than what you're. Well, yeah, we've got a completely different offense, a different offensive coordinator, and then we've got quarterbacks, a different quarterback, a lot of transfers. Mm-hmm. So studying the players, you're gonna you're gonna have to study them at other schools and different con or in different uh, offensive schemes and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it'll definitely be a challenge. And they're not going to know who the starters will be. There's just so many elements. I mean, for just knowing who to game plan for, you're not going to be able to know. 
Well, you know Northwestern's going to want to put it on you guys, too, after last year. I mean, that was the, the worst loss Pat Fitzgerald suffered in his entire 20 years. So it will be interesting to see. But, guys, this has been a lot of fun. Um, we can sit here talking football all day. I appreciate you guys uh, coming in um, as we take a, a look here at the 2022 season. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps it up here for our look at Nebraska's wide receivers. For Husker Online and ABM, I'm Sean Callahan.